Welcome to the official podcast of the Canberra Raiders. So close to the Raiders. And Papali would be an appropriate man to score. He's done it. He's done it. Brought to you by OAC Digital. Come join us as we go behind the limelight. Hello and welcome to Behind the Limelight, the Raiders' official podcast thanks to OAC Digital. Finals week two footy is upon us after the Raiders defeated the Storm 28 points to 20 at Amy Park in what is fast becoming the Raiders' second home ground. Joining me on the podcast this week is Rosie Harrison. Hey Ben, how are you going? Fantastic. And Tommy Startling, how are you mate? Good, how's it going? Excellent, good to have you here. Let's get straight into it. Let's go around the horn. Week one finals win uh, against the Storm at Amy Park. Uh, we'll go through the rundown of the game shortly, Tom, but your first thoughts on that performance and the way that the team was able to play on the weekend. Yeah, massive win. Uh, obviously going down to Melbourne, it's uh, always a tough task, especially in the semi-finals. So uh, big win, but now it's time to move on. The Eels game this weekend, Rosie, uh, we're moving straight into that one. Obviously the Combank Stadium, tickets went on sale, 25k sold already. Um, looking towards a sellout, going to be a huge occasion. Yeah, it's going to be really special uh, playing our semi-final up in Sydney and a lot of our Raiders fans are going to head on up, which will be good to see some um, lime green in the crowd and, uh, yeah, it'd be great to play at Combank. Yep, the Eels, a tough proposition. We'll preview that game a little bit later as well. Last night, Meninga medal. Saw Joe Tarpany crowned the 2022 Meninga medalist. Tommy, give us a rundown on what he's been like this season and how he's been able to capitalise on the form that he's got. Yeah, he's been massive. Obviously, it's pretty obvious to watch when he's playing. He's... He's carrying the ball forward, he's offloading, he's stepping, scoring tries. So he's he's had a big season and it all started from his pre-season. Um, uh, he, he had a massive uh, pre-season. He was training the house down. He was leading a lot of the fitness. He was he really knuckled down and um, stick touch on it last night. He's in his probably career best form and he's played some really good footy in the past. So um, it's it's scary what he can do out there on a footy field. So um, and every, like he, he obviously earned that, that Meninga medal last night and... He won it by a fair bit, so mm. um, massive season for him, mate, and uh, hopefully he keeps it going, which I think he will. It is hard to hype up an event and try and keep it a secret when everyone in the room pretty much knows who's going to win straight away, but he won by 44 votes. Next closest was Jack White on 22 and Hudson Young on 19, so it just shows how far ahead he was, particularly in that early part of the season. I mean, Jack and Jack's been consistent all year and Hutto's been wonderful the back end of the season, but Taps has just been massive all year. Yeah, I think we were all joking to him Better have that speech ready, mate, for, for the uh, Monday Night Awards night. But, yeah, he's, he's just been so consistent and so damaging all year, which is what we've sort of ba- uh, based our game around and started to uh, find that form, obviously, in the back end and getting on the back of him. Good mate of yours picked up the Coach's Award, as Rick said last night, the Teacher's Pet Award, which you've won as well. Yep. Um, wonderful to see Hudson gra- grab that award and just a reward for effort again. Yeah, again, he's one of the hardest, the hardest working player I've ever seen and... Um, I used to live with him, so he's. Uh, I've seen it firsthand what he's like. He's he's up in the middle of the night doing gym work and he's protein shakers, and uh, he, he loves it. He lives and breathes footy, and um, I know, I'm I'm proud of him what what he's doing. Um, he's he's killing it. Um, so uh, he's killing it. So happy for him. It's one of those things, those uh, you know players. You need players that you know just absolutely are a little bit different in their footy and the way they approach their footy, and he's certainly uh, that. He's a different he's a different cat, that's for sure, I'll tell you that much. But, yeah, no, I love him, mate. He's, he's killing it at the moment and um, loves his footy, which is which is good. Yeah, ever since he's been here, he's been that player that just, um, you know, gets around the boys like you do as well, and um, that's what you need in a team environment. You need blokes that want to play for each other. 
yeah, mate, we've got we've got the best best group of boys here. We all love each other and love playing for each other, and we enjoy coming in here every day and and, and working hard together. It's um, it's rewarding, but also it's you know we're building friendships for life here. We're we're all really good mates here, and uh, that's what's so special about this team. I think we're, we're we're all really good mates, and any given day you can be hanging out with someone different on every day. Brad Schneider picked up the Peter Mulholland Rookie of the Year, named after Peter Mulholland. Uh, the late Peter Mulholland, which was wonderful to see. And uh, the club person of the year, Rosie, went to Kate Galagos, who is obviously one of the very important people that worked down the commercial marketing end of the building. Yeah, so happy for Kate. She was uh, quite emotional on stage, very, a big surprise for her. But she's done so much for the club behind the scenes and been here since 2007. So she's done heaps of work and very well um, recognised now. Absolutely. You can check out all the winners on raiders.com.au, pick up the Meninga Medal Wrap, see the award winners, the interviews and all the photos from the night. Raiders 28, Storm 20 at Amy Park in Melbourne. As I mentioned, it's the fifth straight win for the Raiders down there at Amy Park. And Tommy, um, one off the back of just effort on effort plays, starting from the beginning of the game where you guys defended your own line for so long um, before you were able to then score the first try. Yeah, look, there was a, they, started, they started fast Melbourne. Uh, we knew they were, but um, you know, they, they were throwing everything but the kitchen sink at us, I think, in that first, that first 10 minutes. Uh, where the boys were digging their goal line, and then um, we got the we got the ball back, and then uh, big taps. We were just speaking about got an offload to Jack, and then uh, he, he got we, the ball ended up finding Matty Tomoko, who did that big big farm in the palm into Munster's face, which uh, yeah, which was massive. It's a big turning point, and uh, which which sort of swung the game back into our favour, and we sort of went from there. And there was a few more back and forth sort of moments throughout the game, and we were just we were, we were good enough to wrestle back the momentum and. Uh, win the game. Yeah, Elliot Whitehead had one of his best games of the year, I think. A real captain's knock as well. Yeah, definitely. He's he's always uh, in in amongst it, Elliot. He's he's a, he's a true captain. He's an old school captain. I think he leads by example, um, and he just gets out there and does the does the job week in week out. He, a lot of people don't see the work that he does off the ball and um, in the de- in defence. He, uh, he's a right side back row and sometimes ends up on the left hand side and or in the middle. He's I try and push him in the middle sometimes when I get a little bit tired. So, no, nah, he's 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 killing it at the moment, and um, that's why he's our leader. He's always he's always in the he's always in the mix. Jamal Fogarty too. Um, his running game, he picked up that try and just um, was involved in everything, particularly in the second half. Um, he, you just see him getting better and better each week. Yeah, he's really feeling confident now in our in our in our systems and in our game plan, and he he's taken over him and Jacko are really steering us around the park really well, which frees up everyone else to just play their ga- natural games. So. Um, yeah, he's killing it. He's got that. He's got a really good kicking game, uh, which takes a bit of pressure off Jacko as well. And um, so we got a kicker either side of the ruck, which which is massive. So um, yeah, look, he's he's on fire and he's he's um, killing it for us. You went into the the break um, with a lead, and then um, the storm wrestled back the ascendancy. But you know the team was able to rally and, and not lose their cool and score two tries to put themselves back in front and eventually seal the game, which was which must be a really good thing at this time of the year. Yeah, look, there's there's so many momentum swings in in this sort of um, modern game with the six to go. It, it can it can change just like that. So um, I think that you know the team that wins most uh, mostly in the games that you play is when you wrestle back your momentum and um, you don't let them momentum changes against you knock you down too much and you, you sort of st- get stuck in a rut. So um, fighting back momentum is a big key in winning games and especially at this time of the, the season. 
The match ceiling try uh, was an unusual try with a Falcon try assist from Seb Chris. Did you see what had happened um, live? Yeah, I sort of had a great view of it straight away. I wasn't sure, too sure if it come off his hand or what happened. I sort of jogged over and someone said it come off his head, so I started cheering, but wasn't too sure. You don't know what happens in them split seconds. You know, they've got the, the bunker can slow everything down to the, the, see every fine detail, so we just had to wait and see. The ref put it down as a try and then send the try confirmed, which was a big relief and... Uh, yeah, so we're happy as. We talk about those big moments, um, none bigger than Jack Whiten's tr- uh, defensive effort right near the end there where he pushed uh, Felice Cafusi to the edge of the ground and then they were able to, we were able to force that into touch and, and get the ball back and that pretty much sealed the game. So you want to see those big plays from your big players. Yeah, look, this, that's what we pride ourselves on around here is them, them little small effort areas that um, you know some some footy fans won't actually see. You know, you see all the big, the big plays, but... There's, there's little things that we, we pride ourselves on and obviously everyone would have seen what Jacko did and dragging the back rower out of the sideline, which is a, which is pretty pretty crazy. But, um, yeah, he was doing that all game. It was, it was, it was very solid all game, which, which we all were. It was, a, um, it was a physical battle out there and the boys, the boys really uh, rose to the occasion. Absolutely. Great win, 28 points to 20. We'll put that one behind us and we'll move on uh, to the Eels at Combank Stadium. Our guest on Behind the Limelight, thanks to OAC Digital this week, is Raiders hooker Tommy Starling. Uh, mate, forget about the football side of it. How much enjoyment do you take out of a, a win like that on Saturday night? So much goes into the preparation uh, and the performance. And how much do you just enjoy that moment for a few minutes after the game, back in the sheds with the boys, when you've got a win like that? Yeah, it's everything, mate. It's, it's, what, you, um, it's what you play the game for, is winning and that, that, that feeling. It's, it's awesome. You know, we're... It's such a big effort to get ready for an NRL game. A lot of lot of stuff happens behind the scenes to get your body right, and you know, there's there's some weeks there where you, you get into a Friday night and your body's still hating, but you got to you know you got the game the next day, and um, you know when when you go out there and you just have an absolute war against another team and another seventeen minutes, and then you come back in after a win, see everyone smile and then everyone happy. It's 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 honestly the best feeling, mate. It's it's it was so obviously. Semi-final makes it ten times better, but um, just winning footy, mate, with your winning footies with your mates is probably the best feeling uh, that you can you can have. So uh, yeah, loving it. You got the best record down in Amy Park now out of any team. What do you think it is about Amy Park and playing Melbourne? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's just one of them things that happen. I think it's yeah. It's we um, we've had a couple of really good games down there against them, and uh, maybe a little bit extra. Ricky might take it a bit extra mm-hmm. when we're versing Belly Ache. So <laughs> obviously good mates. So. Um, I'm sure when they're having a beer, they sort of have a bit of, have a bit of banter with each other. So um, Sticky gets us up a bit extra for them ones, I think. Your mate, your season personally, you know, was flipped on its head in round one. Hodge went down and uh, picked up that injury and was out for the rest of the season. So your role in this team probably changed a fair bit fairly early uh, in the season. How did you adapt to that, and what? How did you find that uh, change? Yeah, look, it's something I've been preparing for is to be to be the number nine here and. Um, with with Hodjo going down, it was you know I obviously had been with Hodjo the last three years, and um, he went. Obviously, it was sad to see him go down. I was looking forward to be able to play with him more this year. As, um, he, he's off to Parramatta next year. He's he's been a massive uh, help to me in my career, and um, become really good mates off the field. And um, so it's going to be sad to see him go. But yeah, the the roles. My role obviously did change there for a bit, and then um, yeah, it's obviously a bit more workload and. Um, a bit more responsibility uh, was earlier on in the season. And then uh, we sort of found Zachy Wolford. We got him down here and, and now we're sharing that role together and 
you know, we're, we're sort of taking the load off each other when we need to. It's it's a tough it's a tough role being a uh, being a hooker and playing big minutes like that. You can bang your body up a fair bit. Um, so to be able to lean on one of our other other each other, sorry, um, is it's it's been it's been a key to our success. I think. Yeah, how have you found building that combination with Zach Wolford week in week out? Yeah, it's good. Um, he's obviously a different player to what how I play and. Um, he, he he gets the boys going on the the uh, onto the ball, and then I can come on and do my running game when I can. So um, yeah, he's been he's been good for us, Jerm. He's uh, he's good good locker room value as well. He's, uh, he doesn't get that nickname for nothing. Germ, <laughs> so no, nah, he's good, mate. We, we we love having him here, and um, he's he's killing at the moment, which is which we need. It's, we we need all seventeen players in our in our squad playing good footy to be able to move move on. In the semi-finals, we talked about Joe Tarpany earlier, but um, in general, the forward pack's doing such a good job that it must make life for you uh, a little bit easier. And you said you like to get on and, and play that running game. And when you when you're off the back of guys like Taps, Papa, and even um, Corey Horsburgh, you know Adam Elliott, Emre Goula, they've all been doing a good job. So that must help a lot as well. Yeah, it's massive there um, when they're scattering the defence. So I can just jump out and play what's in front of me, and and obviously the halves are uh, reaping the wards off it as well. They can just get on the front foot and. Kick it, kick the, kick the boys in the corners, and um, yeah, we're just playing eyes up footy off the back of what our big boys are doing. So uh, we're loving every moment of what they're doing. Um, I know I, I especially appreciate what they're doing, and um, also their defence. They're, they're putting some big shots on out there, and um, makes my job a lot easier. When them big boys are coming at me, and one of them just flies out of the line and takes them out for me. So uh, yeah, the uh, four packs all hitting some really good form at the right end of the season. Away from the field, um, I know you're one of the guys that have uh, got the golf bug. Um, you get yeah. you guys are out there, seem to be out there all the time. I mean, that's something that you guys have been able to bond with away from footy, and you all seem to be into it. Everyone's buying new sticks and trying to beat each other's handicaps and things like that. Yeah, it's not pretty what we do, what we're doing <laughs> out there on the course, but nah, it's good. It's good to have something away from footy to get around the boys and relax and just and just switch off because you can get caught up in it sometimes. So um, to have to have golf, we you know we go out there and have a bit of a laugh and have some fun with each other and um, I'm obviously the best but <laughs> I was going to ask that who's the best player yeah, in the club definitely not me I'll, I'll have to give it a rap he's, he's pretty he's pretty handy so uh, but no we, we enjoy it it's good fun and it's just a good good bit of relaxing on your day off and also it keeps your body moving as well you know you're not, you're not sort of laying on a lounge all day um, you're out there in the sunshine and enjoying yourself so yeah uh, now, not getting too far ahead, but uh, obviously you were part of the extended squad for the 2019 Grand Final. Uh, you saw what went into the preparation for that um, build-up to that game uh, and then you were there on Grand Final Day and, and part of it. How much would it mean to you to be involved in something like that as a player who gets to actually get on the field and, and make an impact? Yeah, look, it's, it's what you dream of ever since you sort of... you can When you realise that yeah, NRL's a career and you can... In, the, in these grand finals, it's it's uh, it's everything. What everyone uh, aspires to do is play in a grand final and win one. And um, look, yeah, as you said, we don't want to look too far ahead, but it would be it'd be massive um, to do that. You know, we twenty twenty we fell short in the prelim, which which wasn't the best uh, feeling to be honest with you. We don't want to end up there again. So um, look, we everyone here want is that hungry for make win a grand final, not just not just make it. And just to win one would be awesome. So, um, yeah, it would be it'd be massive. Yep. Now, exclusively, we can reveal here that we were supposed to run some 
a new piece of content in 2019, then uh, 2020, then COVID hit. 60 seconds with Starlo. I yes. can exclusively <laughs> announce here that it will be coming in 2023. Mate, have you got some uh, you got some ideas ready for your segment? Well, oh, what can we expect? Ideas, Benny. I'm ready to go, mate. It's been two years in the making. No, yeah. that'd be good, mate. I'll we're gonna, we're looking forward to it. We're going to work on that one in the off-season. All right, let's talk about Raiders Eels Combank Stadium, 7.50 on Friday night. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Uh, semi-final football. Um, Tommy, how do we carry on the momentum from last week? Yeah, it's going to be, be, be a good game. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I know a lot of people will be looking forward to it. It's going to be a, it's going to be a big big occasion. Um, big physical side, Parramatta us. So um, been watch, we've been watching them pretty closely over the last few weeks. Um, so, yeah, we're looking forward to it. They're, they're, they're a good side and it's going to be a really good matchup. Parra, of course, coming off that loss to Penrith, so they'll be extra a fired up and dangerous outfit. Yeah, they're um, yeah. Look, they were in that game for a lot of lot of the period. They they pushed the the minor, uh, the minor premiers and the premiers from last year um, to the to the limits, and they've beat them twice this year. So uh, it's twice this year they've beaten them. Yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah they twice. Have, yeah. yeah, I thought so. Um, so yeah, look, they're they're a really good outfit, and um, we've got to be on our best to uh, get the two. Well, not two points and move on from next week. <laughs> There's a the cliches, but yeah, um, yeah. Look, we got we got to be re- ready to go uh, mentally and physically to come up against them. There's no doubt that this game will be won up front, as I mentioned before. Pups and Taps up against Regan Kemble Gillard and um, Junior Paolo, who was here as a as a front rower. Uh, I mean, you're going to have a front row seat to that battle. Um, what do you What are you thinking in that in that department? Yeah, look, it's it's going to be an exciting matchup. There's there's really good matchups across the field. Really, the, you know, their, their spine's really good. We've we've got a really good spine, and again, OBs um, outside backs. They've they've got some really good ball running OBs. So do we. So um, yeah, look, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a real 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 big war of attrition. Is that attrition? Attrition? You got that? Attrition. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's going to it's going to be it's going to be a big game, and um, yeah. The, the ticket sales are going through the roof, I hear, Benny. Yeah, they so, are, yep. It's going to be massive. Um, hopefully the, the Raiders fans well, are all out there ready to go. And the, yeah, the day one pre-sales, when they when they could track members of each club, I think just over 30% of tickets were bought by Raiders fans. So, I mean, that shows you that one in three people are probably going to be on our side. And we saw that support down there in Melbourne. Did that? Could you hear that on the field? That, yeah. that back corner was going mental. Yeah, it's it's so cool when you, you're out there and you're in an opposition stadium and you... Hear a Viking club go up. It's 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 so cool. So, and even after the game, when the, the fans got the Viking, when Big Coz gets on the drum, and there's a, in the opposition stadium, we've got a big Viking club going. So, um, yeah, look, hopefully, hopefully, we get a big crowd out there. Which actually, I know we will. We got some really good travelling supporters that that, that travel, and um, we've got a we've got a little mate that always travels out to games from. Uh, Mittagong he's from, he's, he's yep. a little mate, he comes down to every game down here and he was end up, I ended up seeing him in the crowd down uh, down in Melbourne, he let me, his dad let me know that he was on the way down and I spotted him in the crowd, so Jamesy, thanks for coming down mate, uh, hopefully see you out in another game real soon mate. Absolutely, we've got some wonderful travelling loyal fans who go to every game and can't wait to see them out in force on Friday night. All right, before we wrap things up, Tommy, we do our podcast predictions. Uh, this is where we each week we pick something we might think will happen in the game. Last week, I had Xavier Savage to score a try. He missed out. Loz had Seb Chris. Uh, of course, we saw one come off his head for an assist, but no try. Uh, and our guest last week was the coach, Ricky Stewart, who said there'd be a 
Bellamy blow up at least once per half, so he gets a point. Well done, Rick. He, That's he a got, safe he bet. Got a safe That's bet. a safe He bet. knew it was going to happen. So, Rosie, what have you got for us this week? I'm going to go with Joe Tarpanay try. I think he did so, played so well last week, and I think he's going to go and, um, yeah, get over the line this time. Tommy, what have you got for us? Give someone a try or something big that's going to happen in the game. I'm going to follow Ricky's. It'll be Ricky blow-ups each half. A <laughs> <laughs> Raiders win. Oh, there you go. There's That'll do. Bet. That'll <laughs> take it. We, we'll definitely take that. I'm going to go for uh, Jack White in 40-20. I reckon a big one from Jacko like this it, week. Like He's it. been in um, sensational form as well uh, this season and just continues to lead from the front. So I'll go for that. Tommy, thank you very much, mate. Uh, all the best of luck Friday night. We cannot wait um, to get up there to Parramatta and, and get the win. Let's do it. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Uh, We'll be back next week to discuss the preliminary final. You've been listening to Behind the Limelight. Thanks to OAC Digital.